Welcome to episode 18 of Interruption of Play. I am DC. And I am KA. And it's been a while. It's been a long while. I believe, if I remember correctly, and I'm not, I'm, I remember exactly, our last episode was during, was after the first round of the playoffs, but I think before the start of the second round. Um, and a lot has happened since then, guys. A lot has happened. A lot has happened. Let's, DC can start us off because what's happened most immediately after the playoffs affects her the most. What? That the Pens won the cup? Yeah, that, that would be what I would be, um covertly replying, inferring, referring to. Yep, Penn won the cup, yay! We won against, in case you've been living under a rock, we won against the San Jose Sharks in, I think, I want to say game six. Fuck if I remember, it's been so long. <laughs> I think it's been No, game it was game six, it was definitely game six, because I was rooting for game seven, because I wanted the Sharks to lose and it to be hurtful in, like, the worst kind of way. Um, but they couldn't get their shit together, so. Yeah. The Pens won the cup. Ka is disappointed, but is used to disappointment. So, what else is new? I mean, I don't know exactly what you wanted. I wanted everyone to be miserable. That wasn't gonna happen. But it could have happened more. It could no. Everyone could have been miserable. Everyone could have been miserable. How? Because if Pittsburgh lost, you would be sad. Our other roommate would also be sad, and I would be sad. We would all be miserable together, and like. Yes, if San Jose had won, then LA and Anaheim could stop making the little sibling references to San Jose not having any cups. Um, something is happening behind me. That's the kitten. Oh, what the fuck is she doing? She's uh, scratching. I didn't. I couldn't. I couldn't see her, so I didn't know where she was to be making that noise. I didn't know she was like, climbing it from the back. Anyway, um, guys, we got a kitten. We. I'm make, making hand gestures, saying like circle hand gestures, saying we. But really, we went to get pet food, I believe. We went to get a collar. We went to get a collar, and DC was like, "I love kittens," and then we got a kitten, <laughs> and I was like, "I have no say in whether we get a kitten or not because I'm never gonna say no to cats. Like I'm never, there's never going to be a point in my life in which I say no, we shouldn't get a cat. Like I am not the person to ask, should I get a cat? <laughs> and the answer's always gonna be yes. Like, um, when we told our other roommate. Um, that she was irresponsible for leaving us alone in the pet store. Um, You're the one who wanted to go during the adoption right, event. because I just wanted to look at the kittens. I'm used to looking at kittens and knowing I can't have them. You know you have your own apartment now. You can have kittens. I can have as many cats as I want, but I can't responsibly be a pet owner and have as many cats as I want. I want a small, um, what's the word, chowder of cats. I think I say this all the time. Yes, you do say this all the time. Ever since you found out that a, the word for a horde of cats is a chowder. I mean, I always want a horde of cats anyway. <laughs> but knowing that they're called a chowder just makes it. Like, I want enough cats to have a chowder, but if I have enough cats to have a horde, that's also cool. Anyway, point being, um, we have a kitten, and she is doing weird shit behind me. Flash scratching post. Um, She's a small menace. She's a very small menace. I thought like she was going to grow up to be a larger menace, but... We'll see. Anyway, so... Something, something, something. Penn won the playoffs, won the Stanley Cup. Yeah, but it was very satisfying seeing... Martin Bill Jones was robbed. Yeah. No, really, Martin... Like, okay, I get it. Sidney Crosby was really good at hockey, but Sidney Crosby's always good at hockey. Him be meeting the expectations of Sidney Crosby at hockey should not get you MVP. Right. 
I mean, fair. Like, <laughs> he didn't like, go above and beyond Sidney Crosby. He just was Sidney Crosby. Like winning, uh, what what's it called? The Con Smythe. The Con Smythe. The Smythe. There we go. I knew there was a letter missing when I said. Yeah, the Con Smythe. I I did not agree with Sidney Crosby winning the Con Smythe. I mean, literally, everyone's like, oh, but he like carried the team, right? But he's Sidney Crosby. He's already good at hockey. He always carried his team. Like precisely. That's not news. He's like, also the captain. Captains do that. Like the well, thing about it is, no, Dustin Brown is my captain. He doesn't carry our team anywhere except into the hole that is my heart. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry for you. It's okay, I've accepted it. Um, I've accepted Dustin Brown as captain into my heart. Um, forever and ever, until death do us part. Not anymore, though. Until death do us <laughs> part. Uh, not that I don't like Kopitar, not that I don't want him to be captain, not, not any of that, I'm just saying. I'm going to have to redraw your captain. No, you're not going to redraw our captain, you're going to draw another one, and he will also be captain. <laughs> um... It's your raccoon in a, in, in a sweater, and it'll be fine. Um, well, I'm not omelet. No, he's, wrong, he's, also, he's legitimately a raccoon. It's amazing. Have you I know. Look? I've seen his eyes. <laughs> he's legitimately a raccoon. And then he has a visor that's, like, slightly tinted. Like, literally, he's a raccoon in my shades. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Right, so Sidney Crosby, saying people saying, oh, he did this, he did that. Sidney Crosby literally did what Sidney Crosby does on, like, a good day. It was, like, an amazing day. Like, I feel like MVP should go to, like, not necessarily, like, I know it's his most valuable player, but most valuable to who? Like, on your team? I Honestly, I think that the Conn Smythe, if you were going to go with the, with the winning team, which I feel like should is normal, it should have gone to because Kessel. Because Kessel, I mean, actually, not even true, because Kessel's also always been that amazing. He just played for Toronto. Well, the Toronto thing is, blows. this was, like, like, Murray didn't, he went above and beyond the call of duty. Murray too. Like, literally, there are so many other players. Like, Nick Benito, again, above and beyond the call of duty as a player to do something amazing. Like, like Sidney Crosby just was Sidney Crosby. Like, I think that's the problem with having players that are so highly, like, highly rated. Like, who, like, oh my god, they're so amazing all the time. When they, like, the bar for your own personal exceptionalism is a lot higher than it is for anyone else. Because Sidney Crosby, like... I mean, he was Sidney Crosby. Crosby. Like, no, one, no one was shocked or surprised. Yeah, the thing about Sidney Crosby being Sidney Crosby is that you see that every single year. Yeah. Like, That's not new. Like, and no disrespect against Sidney Crosby. He is, like, legitimately. all the time. Yeah, he's one of the best players playing hockey right now. And the thing about, it, the, other, the, the thing about Pittsburgh winning is, the re, because Sidney Crosby is always amazing, like, them winning the cup isn't to do directly with Sidney Crosby. It has to do with him finally having a team around him that can, like, keep up Rise with to his level. Rise to the occasion. Like, he can, like, carry you only... Like, think about this. A single player can only carry you so far. Henrik Lundqvist, I'm looking at you. You can only carry a team so... Like, hockey... Carrie Price? Like, listen, listen. <laughs> <laughs> listen. We're going to talk about Montreal and how Montreal... A little later. Like, later. A little like, later. That's a, that's a separate... Like, that's a separate... This is going to be such a long episode. <laughs> it won't be. It won't be. But, like... Realistically, a single player, because hockey is such a team sport, a single player can't carry an entire team to to win it. It can only carry them so forth. So Pittsburgh, because the rest of the team was finally, like, together as one. Well, the, that's that's the thing. And when, like, one part of the team broke down, the rest of the team stepped up to fill that hole. But Sidney Crosby was doing jack shit for, like, four whole games. Well, that's what I, what I was going to say, is that... Sidney Crosby was an amazing player during the playoffs, but he wasn't any more exceptional than he usually is. Exactly. And he's a great player. Absolutely. No one can dispute that. 
but he was playing at the level he usually plays. He didn't go higher than Sidney Crosby. Yeah, like, Crosby. There, was, there was no... He didn't go, I'm gonna punch... Like, sorry, that's... Gonna be, I can make a My Hero Academia reference, but I stopped myself. Someone that... A reference that no one's gonna get. Exactly, which is why I stopped myself. But basically, like, he plays... Like, occasionally he plays between, like, 80 and 100 all the time. He didn't go past that 100, though. We've already seen that from him before. Like, we've seen him have exceptional seasons, like... Yeah. There was no anyway. So my feelings about him winning the MVP of the playoffs is just like Martin Jones was robbed. Like Mar- like Martin Jones carried that fucking team. Like as anyone who watches, I mean, West this Coast, is fair. Watches West Coast hockey, you know, like nothing, nothing about San Jose changed except for Martin Jones, and yet suddenly they managed to get further than they previously had. It's like the time that Jonathan Quick, the very first time he went to the playoffs, not the first time he went to the playoffs, first time he won the cup. Like he is the reason that happened. Like the rest of our team, nothing had changed except our goalie suddenly. You know what? Fuck this shit. I'm doing this. Like go, a good goalie can carry you very far, but the problem with Martin Jones carrying. His team so far, if your team doesn't fucking score, it doesn't matter what you do. Like, you can't win a game with your score if, you're, if you have zero goals. Like, so, this, again, if you can't tell, it's an episode that we're recording without notes. I have, like, a checklist of things. Well, um, we're going to cover the big notes. We're going to, co- I mean, it's only, like, okay, so we covered the playoffs. Yeah, the Stanley Cup, rather. The, Stan- the playoffs and the Stanley Cup, blah, 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 blah. Um, which wasn't even on my list, hilariously enough. Moving forward, so the next thing on my list. So the next thing that happened after the playoffs was What's the it? draft. The draft, yeah. Okay, so actually, no, two things happened. Well, um, there's the NWHL draft and the NHL draft. Yeah. So the NWHL draft happened, um, and like free agency too. And free agency. Um, I sadly, I had like. When this happened, how many, or however many weeks ago this was, I had notes. I had written them because I was I live tweeted the draft. If everyone remembers that, uh, I had made notes about things about people, about players, blah 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 blah. Um, but I've now lost them since then. So we're going to just not Bring talk it. about that. <laughs> um, so the NWHL draft happened, and the only interesting thing that happened during specifically free agency was was Belikova, who played for the Riveters, did not get re-signed to the Riveters. There's a piece on Excel Sports about it. Yeah, that apparently, and I hope to God this isn't true because this is really fucking stupid if it is true, is her, she's Russian, so therefore her English is her second language and her English isn't that great. And apparently they decided that the Riveters and I guess the other teams in the NWHL decided that it was too much of a hassle to get a translator for her so she could understand, they could communicate, which was mentioned in the Excel Sports article that Nana Fujimoto has a translator. Like the NWHL pays her pays for her to have a translator or something like that. Um, I'm not sure if the NWHL pays for her to have a translator or Team Japan pays for her to have a translator because I know I'm, she's kind of a big deal. Like I know in Japan. I'm actually fairly sure that's the NWHL that has that's set up the translator. Yeah, and like I get it that translators are expensive, but like you have players like the thing do, is, it's if also you're do it for one player, do it for everyone, or just don't do it for anyone. And the thing is, it's also, uh, it's more expensive to have a Japanese translator than it is a Russian translator. Because Japanese, as as a language, is harder to find someone that speaks it fairly well and is capable of translating well, like, it. The thing about it is, I don't even think you need, like, because, like, Bella Kova was saying how, in order for the, la- the previous season, in order for her to communicate, she basically talked to her friends and her friends translate. So you don't need to find, like, an official, like, someone whose job is officially a translator. You, like, my mother is a nurse, and therefore she... She does home bids specifically, and for a while she did a lot of home bids in place in 
Jewish Russian neighborhoods in which there'd be a family member there who would just like translate. Like there would be like one kid who'd go to high school in New York or whatever, and yeah. therefore they took ESL. So that's all you really need. Like, well, you, the it's thing not, it's not hard to find someone who speaks both English and Russian. You could put out a Craigslist app ad and find them. They not they might necessarily be a translator, but considering the, the schedule that the NWHL has for practices and for games, there aren't that many days in which you would need to pay this person. And if you paid them by the hour, it probably wouldn't be that expensive. No, it wouldn't be. The The other thing is is that Russian is, I think, the fifth most spoken language in New York City. I mean, the MTA puts out their sign in Russian. So, like, there are enough people in in New York City that you could find someone who, they may not officially have gone to school to be a translator, but they could translate. You could pay them to do this. So, if that's, if realistically the NWHO was not willing to pay for that, then that, yeah. you, you need to, like, address that. Because I don't think after that article came out, they ever addressed whether that was true or not. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, also, I'm, that I'm gonna assume because they said nothing. Sorry, I'm cutting you off. But I'm assuming because they said nothing that it is true because the NWHL has an optics problem, certainly. But what the point I was gonna make is that Russian is the fifth most spoken language in New York City, and there is a there is way more people that speak Russian than Japanese. Yeah, it's far easier and far cheaper to find a Russian translator, pay them on a hourly or even a per diem basis. For, and not even during practices, let's say during games, during press conferences. It's not that hard. Yeah. Let's say, let's say you only do it during negotiations and press conferences. You're paying a translator maybe a total of 20 to 30 hours for this season. Yeah, and it's literally not that complicated. And on top, it's like, Again, referencing Montreal, but we're not talking about Montreal. It's like how PK learns French, like enough French to get by in Montreal. Like not, like he's not fluent in French in any form of way. But like, it's not like the NHL. I know obviously is a much bigger league and has a lot more money, and therefore they can they have a lot more international players. Therefore they can hire more translators. But like seriously, yeah, no, it's really it's fucked up. But that's not the if only you, fucked up thing. About, if you care about your players, this is what you do. Precisely, but that's not the only fucked up thing that happened to her. So when she was uh. When she became a free agent, she didn't hear anything back from the Riveters, so she got in touch herself with the other teams. Yeah. And then basically what she's heard from everybody, your style of play doesn't mesh with us. Which is ridiculous because she was the leading possession player for the Riveters. Exactly. Like, again, like, I understand that... I think that's happening with the NHL as well, where they're like, Russian players don't play hockey the way we want you to play hockey, and it's just like, the fuck does that mean? And... You're like, no, really, what the fuck do you mean? Like, we don't play hockey the way you want us to play hockey. But eventually the NHL got over it enough. Well, what I think um, what is but, happening here, and I, I haven't really heard any further communication about the Belakova issue. Oh, God, cat, stop. Sorry, our cat is doing something in a box. Kitten. <laughs> it's <laughs> making noise. What was I saying? Um, no, but I haven't heard any... F- <sighs> okay, we have a cat. I'm going to try to get over the sound issues. I mean... You have a cat in a box. We do have a cat in the box. Who's chasing her tail. And sometimes chewing on it. But she has little claws into this box, so it's making noise. I feel like us talking is loud enough to come, like, at least on my sound waves, like, I hear me more than I hear. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so what was I saying? But, um, uh, beyond what I've already heard in the Excel Sports article, I haven't really heard any further communication about what what's happening here, but with what I think is happening is that they didn't like her. No. And it wasn't and it wasn't worth the effort and it wasn't to figure it out to, to to properly explain themselves to her on top of 
Sorry, I'm teaching our cat to fear the pillow because she's trying, she also, besides being a small menace in the way she's a menace, she likes eating cords. She does do that. Specifically, your headphones just now. Anyway, so Bella Cope. So, except uh, since that article in Excel Sports and a couple other articles about the same issue, basically just rehashing the same thing, um, I haven't heard anything from the NWHL about her and about re-signing her and what she's doing with her hockey. Um, and I, to be honest, I hope the fucking best to her. Like I, I truly do because like the the best fuck you to people who are rude to you is to go off and excel at what you do someplace else. Like just be like. Yeah, I hope she is amazing on the Russian women's team that she's going to be on. Because she says she's going to go back to Russia to play on the Russian women's team. And I hope she makes it to the Olympics, and I hope she wins something. Yeah. I want you to to look. I want you to stand on the podium, make eye contact with someone who was formerly on your team, and clap. Like, that's what I want. Actually, I don't know if her teammates particularly had a problem with her. I think it was the coaching staff as well as just the management of the Riveters. From what I've heard from the players in regards to Belikova is that they liked her fairly well. It's just that, you know, you like them and you kind of try to get along with someone, but you kind of, you have that barrier between you. Yeah, like, like, we're friends, but, like, we're work friends. Well, not only that, it's just, like, we don't speak the same language, really. But, like, we have, like, I say work friends, but, like, the thing we have in common is hockey. Yeah. We're we're work friends because hockey is their job. Yeah. Like... I feel, anyway, so that's that's the end of the HL. So that was the only interesting free agency thing that happened. But uh, the um, other interesting oh. thing that happened was Best Kessel signed. Oh, right, Best Kessel signed. Did we, did we mention that last podcast? I feel like we mentioned that last episode, but if we did, Best Kessel is Amanda Kessel, and she signed with the Riveters, which is very pleasing to me because Best Kessel is Best Kessel, um, and she's the only Kessel sibling that I care about on any given day. Uh, I We now have matching Best Kessel um, New York Riveters tanks. And um, the other thing that happened was, and this has nothing to do with the NWHL, and actually has something to do with the NCAA. So um, I believe it was, I can't think of her last name. Um, Kate. Kate Samini? Thank you, Kate Samini, um, who, work, who writes for XL Sports. She was live tweeting the draft, and she mentioned, um, or someone mentioned, or she mentioned that one of the players was in college, but they didn't know whether they were going to accept the, whatever team drafted them. And I was like, huh, that's weird. And she was like, because last year the NH, NWHL got in trouble with this NCAA because they had players on NCAA college teams submit their names to the draft, and apparently that's against the NCAA rules. Um, and I mentioned it, dur- I meant to look it up before we recorded this episode, and I obviously did not. Uh, about the rules for the NCAA and drafting players in other leagues, like the NHL, the NFL, and the NBA, and I guess Major League Baseball, too. Do they draft other colors for baseball? I, I feel know. like they and, do. Anyway, so I, but I ended up talking to my dad, and my dad likes sports a whole lot more than I do, and he watches a whole bunch of other sports more than I just watch hockey. Um, he was like, no, that apparently for basketball at the very least, or sorry, for football at the very least, because football requires, the NFL requires you to go to college before you can play football uh, because they need you to be bigger and older and blah 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 um but he would like how the nfl for the draft players just get submitted like you don't get asked whether you want to be drafted like you just they just rank all the players on all the teams on all the college teams and then just draft them and it's just assumed that you're playing college football that you want to play nfl football um whether that's true or not it's completely irrelevant um i mean you would always reject an offer yeah, I mean, that, that does happen. That's happened in the NHL. Players have been drafted and been like, I don't want to play for this team. 
Um, it doesn't happen very often, but it can happen. Um, but then it'd be weird because the team would feel like they wasted their draft spot on a player who doesn't want to go. So you, I guess they, ha- I guess it's like an informal way to confirm whether a player wants to play for the NFL or not. But Probably. Like they can't officially, uh, because apparently the NCAA has rules about what you can do after you graduate from college. And they continue saga of KAHC and CAA. Like they, they apparently, by agreeing to be drafted, it means you, you're a professional player, therefore no longer an amateur, which means you can no longer compete play in NCAA. college sports. Yeah. Which is bullshit. Like, that's just straight like. If I'm looking for a job after college, my college can't tell me, oh, you can't apply for this job because you're no longer a student. Like, it's not like they're saying you're going to get drafted and then drop out of college to go play NFL football or go play NHL hockey or play NWHL hockey. Usually, you're going to graduate because you're in fucking college and you're usually a senior or junior and you've already put in the work. Like, I can understand if the NCAA says, if you're drafted, leave college to go play for your professional league. You can't come back. Like, I understand yeah, that's that. fair. But to say that you can't even, while you're a junior or senior, look for what is realistically a job after college is bullshit. Like, um, so that annoys me. And the continued saga of things that, I, I, the more I look, the more I learn about the NCAA, the more annoyed I get with the NCAA. No, like, the NCAA makes no sense. Like, no, it makes sense in the sense, in, in the logic of United Sports Organization for Colleges. That's the only reason why it makes sense. Because there should be a, a... like It's like... It's like... NASCAR. Where NASCAR used to be a bunch of tiny little car racing leagues. And there was no consistency of rules between teams. Well, oh, yeah. Like states. the MTA. Yeah. Like, the, the, I understand the logic of having consistent rules across the board. But at the same time, the NCAA rule ha- has some rules. So I'm just like, the fuck is wrong? No, that, that's not really what I'm objecting to necessarily. Is that the structures aren't really... For the player's best interests. Yeah. It's not in the player's best interests at all. It's really a vehicle to make more money with arbitrary rules because every single rule that doesn't make sense and goes against the player's best interests goes within the interests of the NCAA's bottom line. Yeah. And, like, the thing about it is, I'm, I, I, I feel like within my lifetime, given the age, given the, given the generation in which I exist and live in, I feel like eventually within my lifetime, like, even if I'm 80 when it happens, like, the players for NCAA teams are going to try to unionize. They should. I think they, I think there might already be something like that, like a college student player association or whatever, but, like, I feel like that's going to be the end result, where it's going to be, like, someone needs to be looking out for our best interest because obviously the NCAA is not. And it's, gonna, it's, probably, it's not going to start with, like, a big-name school or whatever. It's going to start with, like, a tiny school that's, like, slightly good, but it's going to be, like, fuck you guys. Like... Yeah, that makes sense. Because, I mean, even even the little things that they do, like the no, like the fact that they sell jerseys and merchandise that's for players, and the players don't get any of the money. Like, like e- even like that money doesn't even go to a trust, like after college or something yeah, like, like that. Yeah, and like I or pay for their tuition or whatever. Well, no, the, fuck the it argument is. will be the argument they, that, that the NCA argument who support the NCA will make is that the NCA pays money to the colleges through. W- ways and things that I don't quite understand or remember exactly, and therefore that's the money that loose players then get for scholarships. But at the same time, most of the time in schools where like they're big name players that are selling jerseys, they are not there for their education. They are not there to get a degree in whatever the fuck that they're fake studying. They're there to play college sports, to then play for a professional sports league. Therefore, if they don't like, I know I mentioned this in a previous episode, but there are infinitely more players playing college sports than they are ever going to need, be needed in any professional league. Therefore, there are enough players playing college sports that will never see a dime of that money, and they will also have a completely useless degree. 
Like, so the scholarship that you're purporting that they're getting isn't helping them do anything but further the, the irrational dream that they might one day play for a professional league. And if, if I'm, I'm going to graduate from college with a degree, say, in hypothetically English, because it's just a generic degree that has just usually in most colleges easy to get. Like, you're going to get a degree in English, have no actual need for it, because what are you going to do with an English degree? Be a writer? Be a teacher? Like, but you're going to be used to living a certain kind of lifestyle, having been a, a, a big-name college sports player or whatever. You're going to get out into the real world and realize that you're fucked. And it's like the NCAA doesn't prepare you for that. The NHL? No, the N NFL, I think it is. Like, there are, there are organizations within, like, professional leagues, like the NFL, and I know the NHL has one, for what to do with your money after you've retired from playing sports, but they don't have, it's not a college equivalent of that. Like, what is your life going to be after college sports if you don't get drafted? Or if you get drafted and your team decides not to sign you, because you can get drafted by a team, and your team can say, you know what, you're not as good as we thought you were. Yeah, I mean, didn't that happen to Michael Sam? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they, <laughs> to be fair, I don't think they ever told him that he wasn't good enough. Because they just kind of found that out. Well, yes, I also found out that he was kind of overrated, but also I think they decided that the um, media scrutiny of having the first openly gay NFL player was not worth the kind of player that he was. I mean, fair. Like, like it, you have to be the bar the a bar. little bit better than average, right? I mean, he won some. I don't watch football. He won some college sports award. Blah blah blah. I think he is the first player to have won that award not to play professionally, at least for like a year. Um, but shit happens. Like the like shit happens. Well, with that, and from what I've heard, and I don't follow football at all, is that Michael Sam was a fairly mediocre player. I heard that from a bunch of people, actually, that he was never actually as good as people thought he was. Yeah. It's just he played for a really good team. Yeah, that's what and I've just, heard, too. I just like, wait, what? Yeah, that he was a fairly mediocre player, and the only reason that people even knew his name was because he was the first openly gay Yeah. A player to be drafted by an NFL team. And the thing about it was, I don't even, like, he wasn't even, like, the first overall drafted either. Like, it wasn't like he went first, first round, first yeah. overall. Like, it wasn't even, like, he was just drafted. So, like, players get drafted all the time and don't make the team. Like, that's not, anyway, that's neither here nor there. That's a different conversation for a different thing about a sport that I don't even watch. Um, something, something, pigskin, throwing things backwards, shit, I don't understand. I don't understand football. Yeah, I don't understand football. Like, I sort of understand football sometimes. Like, I understand the basic rules of football, but, like... Throw the ball, kick it in the end zone. I can play flag football. That's about the beginning and end of my... Like, I don't understand any of it. Anyway. Um, so, that's... The NHL draft... Oh, that was the NWHL draft. So, the NHL draft, nothing nothing of shock or value happened in the NHL draft. Was, no. Did, did you watch it? No. Did I watch it? No. I was at work, I think. I think I was at work both days that they had the draft. To be fair, I didn't think anything interesting was going to happen in that. The NHL only interesting draft. thing that happened, and I wrote it down, was that Jesse and I wrote his name out, Puli Ovari, I think that's how you pronounce his name. He's Swedish. I cannot speak Swedish. Um, and I refuse to call him Pool Party because that's just insulting that I'm too lazy. Like, that's like literally people who mispronounce my name and just give me a nickname because they're too lazy to figure out how to say my name. I'm not going to do that to this kid. Yeah. And I'm going to call him Jesse because I know that's his first name. Um, Jesse P. Got drafted by the fucking Oilers. Like, the thing about it was, I forget who had the spot right before that. What position does he play? Forward! Oh my god, how, <laughs> how, 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 how like, surprising. Like, the best part of this was, someone pointed out, had Austin Matthews not been Austin Matthews, had Austin Matthews' birthday been like three days earlier, he would have been drafted third overall last year. Um, and then Jesse would have been drafted second. And 
Because Patrick Lane, I think, would have been drafted first. Or, like, the two of them would have been, like, Patrick Lane. Yeah, Lane. I don't know why I said Lane. I don't know. I forget. Because that's the way it's spelled. Oh, is it? Yeah. Um, But, like, the two of them would, I think. But then Jesse, like, dropped a whole bunch of spots in the draft because of something that happened. I don't remember. Um, But the Oilers somehow still managed to draft the fucking forward. And literally everyone was like, but why? But Why? (laughs) Uh, and I forget who had the spot right before that, but everyone thought, because the thing about it was whoever, wherever Jesse was in the lineup, he wasn't supposed to go to Edmonton, he was supposed to go to the team before them, but the team before them thought it would be weird as fuck and decided to draft a defenseman, I believe. Um, and every, like, literally, Ed, the second it happened, because I was watching it on Reddit, because I was at work, and Reddit was like, what the fuck just happened here? How did, like, how did, Ed, like, who did Edmonton threaten to get them to not draft him? Like, it was, it's such a conspiracy, but it's hilarious. Um, but he's going to Edmonton, and I wish him luck. His future is very bright. Um, <laughs> Unlike Taylor Hall's. Listen, listen. <laughs> that is also on my list of shit that happened, is the Hall trade. Um, but I guess the secondary thing. I can't, yeah, whatever, fuck that shit. <laughs> so, yeah, nothing happened interesting, really, happened in the NHL draft. We all should have called... The Oilers pull, pulling some kind of fuckery. I mean, like... Who's surprised? They treated Taylor Hall for a defenseman at the very I least. mean, that's something. I, and I understand I understand there's no point in drafting a... I, I understand, in theory, there's no point in drafting a baby defenseman because it takes them a while to, like, be useful. To develop, yeah, defensemen. Uh, defensemen aren't, like, goalies, but they're also not, like, forwards. Like, it goes, like, in order of most useful to draft fast... Forward first, then defense, and then goalies. Goalies take a while to like mature into like the person that they're going to be, and lose their batshit crazy or like maintain their batshit crazy. Um, so yeah, I understand trading Taylor Hall for a defenseman, but you should have just like really guys, really you could have traded your pick away for another defenseman. Like there's so many other other ways you could have gotten defenseman, um, because that is your problem, is your lack of defense. And you know it. Um, so Taylor Hall went to New Jersey. New Jersey's a pit, full, a pit stain in my life. Um, I still refuse to acknowledge it as a place, place that actually exists other than America's armpit. What? America's armpit. Yeah. Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going there to watch hockey games. Nothing can make me. No. 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 I know I've ever made talking about going to games because apparently Shiro keeps a, keeps resigning all your. Baby penguins. Yeah, but not the useful parts. But the parts that he likes. So? I mean, I like Bo Bennett, too. But, but I'm pretty sure the Devils might be an interesting team to watch because of, like, the pieces that New Jersey has now acquired. Yeah, it might be an interesting team to I'm watch. Still, I, I'm willing to go to Islander Devils games, but... Yeah. Also, I'm willing to maybe catch two minutes of a Devils game if it's on TV. I don't really like the Devils. Never I have. But, like, if someone... I, they're not a team that I'm willing to go travel to New Jersey to see, but nope. if the tickets are cheap and I'm not working, I'm willing to go to an Islanders game. To Same. Play. I think we went, we went to their um their preseason, preseason game. game yeah. the, the tickets were like seven bucks. They were if they're seven, if they're seven bucks again, I'm willing to go to an Islanders Devils game. Same. Um. So that happened, and then also speaking of Edmonton, this is I think the last Edmonton news I have is that. Neon Luch went to Edmonton, and he turned down so much fucking money from so many other places just to play in Edmonton. And he didn't he like, turn down Montreal? He turned down so much money from Montreal. He so, turned down so much money from L.A. He turned down, I think, a shit ton of money from Vancouver. He took less, like, it's more money than, than 
LA was willing to offer it, but it was still less money than Montreal offered him. Yeah. To go play in Edmonton, which makes me concerned about Edmonton because the, the day Edmonton gets their shit together and actually becomes a good team, they're look, gonna be a decent team. What, I feel like they're gonna end up being as Dallas. No defense, all offense, and they, they what they what what in order to do that, I don't know who their goaltender is off the top of my head. Um, I know it had been Ben Scribbins at some point or another, but I don't think not it's anymore. anymore. Um, but they, if with a decent goalie, they have all the forwards they need to just be Dallas. It's being all offensive team, like just outscore. Like the thing about games is, you only need to score one more goal than the other team to win. I, I mean, that's how you win anything. You no, know, sometimes you just play a good defensive game, and the other team just doesn't score at all. Something like that, anyway. You still need to have one more point than the other team. Yeah, but, I'm, but like you can win, like I feel like Edmonton can, is gonna end up being games where it's like seven to ten, as opposed to LA games where it's like zero to one, or Nashville games where it's like zero to two. Well, the the, the fact about, about they're not offensive heavy teams, but but the point about um about um Nashville is that they have the best some some of the best defensive core in the league, especially Nashville? now. Yeah, especially now with PK Subban. Yeah, and he's an offensive-minded defenseman as well, yeah. so he will score goals for them. So it'll be fine. I don't understand what Nashville was. Like, I understand what Nashville was doing. I don't understand what Montreal was doing. I know what I know exactly what Montreal was doing. Everyone yeah. knows what Montreal. Was doing. No, no one who's not stupid knows exactly what Montreal. Fair, was doing. Like, fair. And I'm I'm really surprised that no one's really addressing that. Like, not- oh, I I feel like enough. The thing about the thing about it is, it's it's a two-pronged thing. The first prong of, like, you know, like it's, a, it's a multiple prong thing. The first prong of this is the, he's black and they don't like him. But related to that prong is, he's black and the face of the league, and he does all this good stuff that they can't, not face of the league, face of the team, he, a face of the team. And he does things that Mancho can't directly claim that they have done. Like, I feel like if, Mon- if he had been, like, just any other player on the team, and not the face of the team, they wouldn't have cared. The thing is, but he's like so well liked, and everyone thinks when people think of Montreal, they think of PK and Carey Price. Yeah, and the thing and about um, PK Subban specifically is that he's one of the big personalities in the league. Yeah, and Montreal doesn't like that. Montreal's never liked that. Well, they, I think it would be fine if he were white. No, because Patrick Roy. That's that's the only reason. Like, they Patrick Roy was like the face of Montreal. He was like the thing that everyone knew about Montreal. He was the best player on that team. And they were just like, we can't, like, Montreal is so concerned with their unified legacy. Individual players cannot be like that. Like, you can't have a player. It's very French-Canadian. It's very old people. No, but that, the thing about, um. Because, no, because Toronto's like that as well. Toronto is exactly like that as well. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. Like, it's very old. It's very, like. It's not about you, the player. It's about us, the team. And the fact that he also happens to be black is, like, just another unfortunate part of this. Like, whenever people talk about, like, whenever people say, oh, so-and-so is loud, or so-and-so is, like, bigger than life, or so-and-so is, like, um, not the kind of player we want, it's always code for not white American or Canadian. Like, because they they say the same thing about Russian players as well. Like, they say the same thing about Obi. It's, like, it's, it's a combination of, like, racism and, what is it, xenophobia? Xenophobia, yeah. Like, and Montreal just happened. Like, it's like, Patrick Roy, what, is he French-Canadian? I feel like he's American. I don't know what he is. I've literally blanked on what Patrick Roy is. 
Because like that's the literally that's the last time like they've done something. Yeah, no, he's Canadian. He just did Canadian. No, he's French Canadian. Like literally, he's French Canadian. <laughs> like the last time um they did like Montreal did something that stupid with a player that big, it was Patrick Roy. Like that's the only point of reference that anyone can make towards this trade. Like why would you do that? It's because the player that we're trading is too big for the legacy of our team. But now you're always gonna be remembered as the team that traded Patrick Roy. You're gonna be remembered as a team that traded PK Subban. Like, and just like the trade was so stupid. It because the thing about it is, you can make a slightly valid argument that they just traded one good defenseman for another good defenseman, and a good defenseman who's quieter, way more low key, like less likely to be the face of a team, uh, the face of a, like this not face of put in the spotlight. Like, yeah, he's not gonna he's not gonna shine as bright because he's also not as good. No, Shea Weber's pretty damn good. He's pretty damn good, he's but pretty, not no, as good. He's, he's not pretty, as good. No, he's as good as no. Here's PK Subban and Shea Weber are as good as one another. The difference between PK Subban and Shea Weber is Shea Weber is hella older. So you've gotten like they're on the same level, but PK is younger, therefore he can keep going higher. Shea has pretty much reached his level cap. Like you were level one hundred at age thirty, and he's level. 100 at 20 whatever well the thing is what i have heard people describe the tr- the trade as is that that weber is getting to be on an age that he's not going to be able to produce produce the numbers he's been able to in the past and his past season has shown that yeah like, he's already declining and his stats are showing that that's why it's, it's such a monumentally stupid trade exactly like they, 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 they currently might be on the same level in terms of like what they're doing, but Shea is going down or maintaining the same thing where PK is like he's still going. He still go someplace. So it was a it was a dumb trade that could have cost them more money in the long run than it it's did. It's kind of like PK Subban. He has not reached his final form. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> this isn't even. Um, this but isn't I even feel as Nashville good is also as I can kind get. Of team that would appreciate the kind of like. Oh, absolutely. That is absolutely. I mean, it's, it's Nashville. Yeah, Nashville is bright oh. lights. Rhinestones. I mean, I don't know how the team conducts itself, but Nashville, the city, has a legacy of big personalities. I mean, they have Mike Riviera on their team, so we're not talking about them. Well, well, Nashville's also a little bit trash, yeah. but, yeah, but there's, Nashville there's this as trash a. T- is, I jerked off in front of my babysitter. I'm still. I'm okay. So I yeah. referenced in other episodes. That I'm also like a half-assed Nashville fan. I'm a little. I'm still pissed a, about that a year later like i'm not like, think about it is, no i'd be pissed about that i'm more pissed i'm less pissed at him than i am at the team owner or team absolutely play, the team management manager whoever the fuck it was who's like he's a good family man like that fucking matters i think he was the gm i don't know who the fuck said it i literally cannot recall who the fuck told said out loud to the press that he's a good family man and we're standing by him and like, he wasn't struck that. down by lightning for lying in front of god no you can be a good you can be you can loving husband, good father to your children, and it's still wrong that you jerked up in front of your fucking babysitter. Like, those are not, those are not, like, no, those are not I, related things. Like, you can still be a good husband, a good father, like, to your children and your wife, and still be a gross piece of shit to other women. It's like when people say, oh, my, when someone says, oh, X, Y, and person, X, Y, and Z person, like, hits their wife, and they go, oh, that can't be true, they're my friend. Those are not, like, they don't cancel one another. That person can still be your friend. Like, um, what's his face? What's his face? Dude with clown paintings who's serial killer. What? The dude with the clown paintings. John Wayne Gracie. John is someone's child. 
It doesn't make him less of a serial killer. That's a terrible hyperbole, hyper but my point That's is... a terrible is, comparison. But no, I'm saying, but like, people always go, oh, XYZ person is someone's mother, father, child, blah, 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 but like that negates the other terrible things that they've done. Like, you... I mean, this is, this is fair. You know what I'm saying? Because this actually does remind me of my last long-term boyfriend, who was a good boyfriend, but he was an awful, disgusting racist. Like, like, yeah, like, like, anyway, so, I love Nashville, but they also have, like, Mike Riviera on their team, and they are unapologetic about the things that he's done. Like, and I feel like they might have, like, half-assed donated money to a, a women's shelter in Nashville. I think they did. I think they might have, but, like, at the same time, it's just, like, thanks for throwing money at a problem that you helped create. Um, I'm bitter. I'm bitter and angry about a lot of things that the NHL does. Um, so anyway, so PK went to Nashville. I'm considering saving my money to buy a PK jersey. Um, but then Nashville did the funniest thing. is signed Other Weber. Um, I can't think of his first name. It starts with a J. Um, Jared? Huh? No, because there's like three of them. Oh, well, I, I, I don't know. Uh, what's his name? Yannick Weber, that's his name. Who, ironically enough, also wears the number six. Um, but he apparently is not going to keep wearing the number six in Nashville. Nashville. He's Swish. That's what it is. It's like, it's a couple Webbers in the NHL. I feel like there's three of them. There's Yannick Weber, Shea Weber, and someone else. And Mike Weber. There we go. And I th I'm pretty sure all three of them wear the number six. Um, so the, I, the, the funny thing is, if Yannick Webber had gone to Nashville and kept wearing the number six, they wouldn't have had to change any of their jerseys. All they had to do was just take the, the C off his jersey, which is easy enough to do. And, I think, and I'm pretty sure they all play defense. It's very, it's very weird. It is very, very weird. Um, Let's see, what else do I have on my list? I have, we did the PK trade, we did the Hall trade. Um, Stamkos is staying in Tampa, no one is surprised. Actually, everyone was surprised, but like, that happened. And I'm on Mike Richards' watch. That's the only other, other thing that I have going on in my life. Hmm. You're doing something on your computer with the cat, aren't you? I'm just petting the cat. Uh, I was saying that I'm on, the only other thing I have on my list is that Mike, I'm on Mike Richards' watch. <laughs> to see if he's going to be traded again? No, he only signed a one-year deal. He's a free agent. Oh. Anyone, anyone who wants him can take him. Do you think it's likely the Caps are going to re-sign him? No, they're not taking him back. They already said that. Actually, they didn't officially say that, but one of the, one of the beat reporters for the Caps said, someone asked her and she was like, no, and I was just like, I'm going to go cry in my corner now. Oh. And didn't Baby Mike get traded to the Kings? Yeah. Okay, the irony of this, the beautiful irony of this is, Lada has repeatedly said that he looks up to Mike Richards. Lada is basically a small, younger, slightly less skilled version of Mike Richards. I, like, what was the one point? Michael, what was this? Like, like, I have love and hope for him in my heart. Like, I do. Did you I, ever find someone to... No. No, I don't have a lot of jersey from Jersey, from Jersey from Jersey. Sir, sir, jersey from the Caps. It's fine. I'll just buy one for him from the Kings eventually when they make one. Um, but he's going to LA and I'm excited for him because I am, I'm curious as to where they put him in the lineup. Like, I'm just curious. 
You want to see if it's Mike Richards' spot. <laughs> not saying that. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying, I'm curious to see what they do with him. Um, I have nothing else besides Dustin Dryden is the captain of my heart. Um, well, Stamkos is staying with Tampa. Yeah, I mean... That's the only other thing. That happened the same day as the PK. I know, like, no <laughs> like, one no is one interested cared. in that news. No one cared. Like, fuck that. Sorry, Stamkos, you are now not the biggest story of the summer. No one cares about you. I mean, I cared kind of because it was hilarious how, like, Toronto was trying so fucking hard that he didn't move. No. But, like... I don't know what it is. Um, I mean, it's... The next season's going to be interesting. 99 days. Yep. What I'm actually really interested to see is how, if uh, Carey Price recovers very well at all. Carey Price is never coming back. Carey Price is like, fuck this. I'm staying he's, home with He's my really pissed, but he's, he doesn't become um, a free agent until, I think, two years from now. Listen, he's going to say, I'm sorry. My wife needs me. I must stay home and be a house husband to her. My <laughs> knee is still not working. Well, yeah, but the thing is, is that uh, people think that because he, he pushed himself so hard to come back, that he actually set back his recovery process and that he might not even be able to play I'm, when the season starts I'm not again. wishing bad things on Carey Price. I'm not. I hope he's happy and healthy and fine. But I'd be okay with that. I want Montreal I mean, to truly, truly you know suffer. Would be, you know what would be hilarious if he manages to negotiate himself to Nashville? Listen. Well, the thing is, he's into the cowboy thing. He is. He's definitely. He already has. He doesn't even need to buy a new wardrobe. He, he has it. New wardrobe. He can like he, they can send him all the like bull wrangling Nashville country shit that he loves. Like he's he would, ready for that. And his best friend is there. Like I am ready. Like listen, let me not start that narrative in my heart of Carrie Price in Nashville. Let's not start that narrative because I mean people have been kind of wanting him in Nashville for a while. I mean, and they, I also take him in Calgary for the exact same reason. Yeah, same like, reason. I yeah. just need you to be in that to, like, that place because that's where you'd be happiest. But if you also want to stay home with your wife and be a house husband now, you can do that. You can be like, my knee is not working, guys. I can't do it anymore. I mean, were you making jokes earlier in our a couple, like a while ago that he had a sympathetic pregnancy? Yeah, no, literally. He was Injured, I'm making air quotes, you can't see me. Um, but he was injured about the same time his wife announced that she was pregnant. And then, like, the entire time that she was pregnant, he was out. Like, he was just <laughs> out. Like, literally, the entire time, he was supposed to be injured. Like, he attempted to make a comeback where, like, he showed up at practice or whatever. But then he, they were like, no, no, he's not ready. And he went back to being with his wife. And then she needs birth. And I'm sure he's doing whatever parenting things he does with his child. Like, I know it's shitty thing to do to your job, but when your employee employer treats your, like, co-workers and friends like shit do you really owe them any sort of loyalty i mean that no. that's the issue though our players even want to go to montreal considering Honestly, the not, because milan would be like fuck the money you're throwing at me like they're just like at him and he's just like no so yeah Sorry, i guys. mean the thing is the pk suban narrative narrative I mean, it culminated like within the last couple of days regarding the trade but it's been going on all season oh I am not like I so to tie this back to Dustin Brown, captain of my heart, and coaches and staffs d- is talking about loyalty of their players and then shit talking them to the press and media 
Like, you guys spent the entire fucking season shit-talking. Like, I when, when they traded, when they announced that they had traded him, like, one of the first tweets that I made was about, I can't wait for the Montreal narrative about how, like, how he's locked room with cancer. Like, whatever, the, like, the way they're going to sell this to make themselves look better. And it doesn't make, like, nothing you can say can make you look better. Just, like, nothing LA can say about Dustin Brown will make them look better. Because you signed him to that dumb fucking contract, and now you're full of regret. You do put him in, like, you put PK in a situation in which he could not do his job to the best of his ability, and then you bitch and moan about him not doing his job. Like, you can't have it both ways. You can't ask the player to play the way you want them to play, and then complain when they can't do it the way you want. Because that's not the kind of player that they are. Um, it's like, because remember, remember way back when, when PK and Carey used to do the triple, the, uh, the handshake. Triple, no, the, the high-fiving thing after you scored a goal or whatever. No, that was the, the, the their special celebratory And handshake. they made them stop because yeah. it, it put too much, it put too much, not spotlight on the two of them and not the whole team. It made it about the two of them as opposed to the whole team effort. And I get it. Hockey is a team fucking sport. But you know what? No one else cared but you. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. no, the Montreal... Uh... Montreal's been shitty to PK for a very long time. Like, this is, this, this is, like, I know people say that it's, um, their, their current coaches, Michael and Michelle... What's his name? Michael? Theron. I can't think. Michelle Therrien, but that's GM, isn't it? No, that's the coach. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. Michelle Therrien is the coach. Um, Why did I think he was GM? I don't know. Um, I know Molson is the owner. I can't think yes. of who the GM is. Um, and you know what's hilarious is that this all happens after, like, and the entire league knew that the owner promised P.K. Subban that he wouldn't get traded. I The thing about it was, the fact that their owner, I think the owner hadn't said, their owner hadn't said anything. But, like, again, it goes back to teams teams and management asking for loyalty from players and then fucking them over retrospectively because it's inconvenient to them to be loyal to their players. Like, Yeah, but as a player who... But they've been sh- they, they have been shitting on PK since the day he was signed. I mean, the fans did it in the, in the beginning, but they got over it. They recognized that he was amazing and the best thing that was ever going to happen to their team since Patrick Roy. Like, I... Yeah, they really don't like it when there's any attention um, put on the players as individuals. I mean, look at what happened with the Galchenyuk situation. Oh my god, I still... Like, they've been shitty for so long and people just didn't notice. Like, I can't, and the thing about it is, who else did Montreal sign? They Shaw. signed... Huh? Didn't they, they okay, show? Okay, so you talk... It's, uh, right, they were characters assassinating as PJ about how he's, like, not the, like, blah, 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 not a good person, blah, 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 walking with Casey, doesn't play well with others. But then you sign Andrew fucking Shaw. Like, no, you don't get to talk to me about be, be, being good players, being a good person, and you sign Andrew fucking Shaw. And the Russian dude from the KHL, whose name I cannot remember right now, it starts with an R. Like, you signed him. Again, talking about, like, good people, but you're a team that made Galchenik apologize for his wife, for his wife, for his girlfriend hitting him. He did nothing wrong, but again, his story and the narrative of him and his girlfriend took away from the team. And it's just like, fuck the team! Think about your players! Think about the people! They are not like just inanimate objects on the ice that you move to place where you need them to be. Anyway, I'm getting upset. And I'm getting hot. But yeah. I'm mostly getting upset. <laughs> um, and we're now like a little under an hour into this episode, which probably means it's not going to be that long. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be longer, but it's not. I did think it would be longer. Um, because that's the end. Like, the PK thing was basically, my Dustin Brown note is my last note, and we don't have to talk about my love of Dustin Brown and how LA continued to fuck him over, even though they did this to themselves. Yeah. I can't wait for next season, because everyone keeps going, oh yeah, he's going to get picked up by um, Las Vegas. They have to put up with him for one more year. I was like, fuck that shit, he's not going to Vegas. He's not. I mean, he might. But, like, 
You, it's not it's not a thing you can bet on. Like everyone, everyone keeps talking about Vegas. So Vegas expansion is the other thing that happened when we weren't paying attention. I like, mean, it's officially happening. And yeah, it's officially happening. Raffles got put out. We got uh, it's not two teams. It's just the one. Yes. It's Vegas. It's just gonna, we're gonna just have an uneven number of teams. That is okay. It's fine. I don't care. Eventually, then, if you're really anal about it, just wait a couple of years. NHL will expand again. I mean, to be fair, it's been uneven for a while. This is not a new unevenness. Yeah. Um, it's just it's more uneven than it had been previously. But like people keep saying that oh shit, X Y Z should player with shitty contract are gonna go end up in Vegas. I'm just like no, they're really not because just because Vegas needs to meet the cap floor doesn't mean they're gonna take shitty players. Precisely. Right. I mean, they can... because if meeting the cap floor was all that mattered, then Dustin Brown would have taken his ass to Arizona like ages ago. Like Arizona, need, Arizona is constantly trying to meet the cap floor. They don't take him. Like, so. Yeah. But I'm excited about Arizona, not Arizona, about Vegas. But. Yeah, I mean the only other thing is. There's a whole season between now and then. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the Olympics? We prepared in August our Tumblr will divert to an Olympic Tumblr. But team I didn't USA, know if you... Team Germany and Team... But I didn't know if you wanted to talk about the U.S. men's Olympic gymnastics, gymnastics qualifiers. No. no, because this is a podcast about hockey. Fair. <laughs> um, but no, I, I love men's gymnastics. I'm rooting for Team USA and or Team Germany. Um, it depends on, like, Team USA has already, like, finalized their lineup. I'm not sure if Germany finalized their lineup yet. I have to look and check. Um, but they're beautiful. Poetry in motion. Men's gymnastics, like, not that I don't appreciate women's gymnastics, I do. I love floor for women's gymnastics way more than I love floor for men's gymnastics. Um, but just be prepared August 5th, I believe it is, um, Slowly but surely, our tumblers shall just become gymnastics, not gymnastics, just generic Olympic sports. Assuming that the Olympics doesn't, doesn't get canceled between now and August. 5th. Oh yeah, because of the Rio, the Rio bullshit. All everything, literally everything. And the only reason why I don't want it to get canceled because I feel bad for all the um, players, yeah, and the athletes, all the athletes who worked for the last like four to eight years for this very moment for them to get fucked over because the Olympic committee is dumb as fuck and put it in Rio. Which to be fair. At the time of them putting it in Rio, it wasn't a bad idea. At the time that they put the Olympics and the World Cup in Rio, Rio was on an upswing. They were in like an economic boom. It was going to be yeah. great for them. Like they were doing. They well. had the cotton surplus. I don't know why they did. I just remember that. I just remember at the time someone like pulled someone pulled up a graph of like the financial situation in Rio in no. the state of Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. No. It was. Um, it had something to do with their cotton production. Uh, but yeah, basically they made a whole bunch of money and then they like lost a whole bunch of money. And by lost a whole bunch of money, I mean shitty people scammed the government out of a whole shit ton of fucking money. Uh, and then the government didn't realize until after the fact or during the fact. I don't know. Corruption happened. They lost a whole bunch of money. Now they're shit out of fucking luck. I mean, but this is and but the thing is, is that's not the only thing that's really happening. Uh, there's concerns about the water. I mean, yes, but that was that was all. It's like this concerns about the water in Russia. This concerns about water. There's about the air quality in China. Like, that's just a thing about the Olympics. They pick, they pick, um, they pick questionable places all the goddamn time. Um, like they were concerned when the Olympics were in Sochi that it wasn't gonna be cold enough because it was fucking spring in Sochi when they decided to do this. I'm sure. I, I think I think the only place that so far I haven't heard a single complaint about is the fact that. One of the Olympics, I can't remember which one, I think it's the 2018 Summer Olympics, 
is no no the 2018 Winter Olympics. I'm sorry, it's, it's in Seoul. South Korea. I think that's the only time, only place I haven't heard any sorts of like this could be a bad. Give thing. it I, time. Uh, give no, give it time. I'm sure someone will complain about North Korea being like sketchy as fuck. It's like, not in North Korea. No, no, I'm saying, but I'm, I'm, people are going to complain about the conflict between South Korea and North Korea. That is an ongoing conflict that is going to be a problem for the Olympics in Seoul. Like, that's, I feel like, especially with North Korea doing what North Korea is doing with, like, weapons testing and, like, Yeah, no, that's missiles. a concern. They could, I feel like someone will make an argument that it's unsafe to send athletes to South Korea when North Korea is being so, um, hostile. Or North Korea will get more hostile than they already are. Um, and there's also, like, South Korea versus every other East Asian country. And I think they're less hostile than China was towards other countries. I can't remember. You know, China refused to acknowledge Taiwan as a country. Yeah. They did the whole thing with Hong the whole thing with Hong Kong. Um, anyway, I so, so, South Korean politics are not my forte. But I feel like that and I think I think there's another Olympics in Tokyo. The one after that. Like the next summer? Think, the next summer Olympics I think are in Japan. I feel like that's a thing. I feel like that's in my calendar the thing I want to go to was the Summer Olympics in Japan. I feel think I remember you mentioning this. And again, I feel like someone's going to complain about the space issue in, like, how, where are they going to fit this? And I'm like, Japan's just going to build an island. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think they're actually going to build an island. Well, they're, they're going to find room. Like, every, co- figure that shit out. every country love- that gets the Olympics figures that shit out. If London can fit in Olympics in London. I mean. You can fit in Olympics in... Also, I feel like Japan... I know when New York was petitioning for the Olympics. Like, I don't oh know my god, please god, no. But they were discussing building an island. They were just going to straight up build an island between, um, between Randall's Island and Westchester, or whatever that is, that's north of Randall's Island. But they were going to build an island, and that's where they were going to, they were going to put like, three the stadiums. The stadium, yeah. Thankfully, we didn't get the Olympics, because we're not fucking crazy like that. Thank God we didn't get the Olympics. I mean, it'd be great for me, because I want to go to the Summer Olympics, but it'd be terrible if there'd be too many fucking people in the city. Like, it's already too many people. You think it's bad already? <laughs> like, I would kill someone, especially in the summer. Like, it would just be murder capital. Like, we would become murder capital of the U.S. I would kill a tourist. <laughs> the thing is, and I, I don't know if anybody who's listening to this, like, relates on this level, but, like, living in a major metropolitan city during tourist season is fucking hell on Earth. It is. It's... It's a special brand of hell. And the thing about it is, it's not that they're tourists. It's that they don't respect the space that they're in. Motherfuckers, it's 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Why the hell are you standing in the middle of 34th Street looking at a map? Walk. Walk. Move your ass to wherever you're or going. Or to you the side, away from foot traffic. Side. Go into a storefront. I don't care what. Move. It's 5 o'clock. I'm going home. And then the tourists that stand in front of the stairwells and just... Yeah. Oh, and, like, and when non-tourists do it, it I, I want to shove you down the stairs. Like, literally, you just... You kind of deserve to be shoved down you the just, stairs. Like, like not, not that I'm advocating assaulting people in public places. I'm advocating teaching people to move their fucking ass from the top of the stairwell when it's rush hour. Just move. Or people who, like... Anyway. And that are just rude to people, too. And they ask the dumbest fucking questions. Like, listen to me. It is 2016. I promise you the smartphone that is in your pocket can answer whatever question you are currently asking. Google Maps knows how to get you where you're going way better than that paper map that you have in your hand. And Google Maps translates shit for you if you let it. Like, if you're going, oh, where is X? Listen to me. Google Maps knows the answer to this for you. Don't ask me. Also, I would really appreciate if white tourists stop asking me if I speak English. 
I don't, I mean, I don't personally get that one, but. <laughs> I get it all the fucking time. I would just respond with no and would walk away. See, that answer, that answer is both correct and, no, it's it, both English and Spanish. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. You say no, because they don't know what, like, no. And just, uh, but I also work, I used to work, I write, I regularly am employed in an area in and around 34th Street. Penn oh Station. my God. Listen to me. I cannot stand, like. That's, and for those that don't know, that's where all the stores are. That's well, where no, all the shopping that's, that's is. Where, that's where Madison Square Garden, that's where Penn Station that is. That too. That's like where people come and go from places. And I used to, for a very brief period of time, work by Fifth Avenue. Fifth Avenue and like, like the, 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 the bottom end of like. 30th Street, where like all the fancy shops are, where tourists go shopping because they just have money to go because they're on vacation apparently. I don't understand. Um, I guess actually, no, I do understand because previously, prior to the Britex, um, it Brexit. was cheap. Brexit. I said Britex. Brexit. Prior to Brexit, it was cheaper for tourists to come to America, buy shit, and then send, go home with it, and like pack into an empty suitcase, and it was to buy it in the UK. I understand that. But it's still really fucking annoying when you're rolling around with a goddamn suitcase full of shit that you bought. Move! I'm frustrated. Anyway, so this has been episode 18 of Interrupted a Play. I didn't get to use my Like a Duck reference, but it's still the name of this episode. Okay. Um, I've been K.A. and I've talked way too much in this fucking episode. Well, I felt like I got a good rhythm going there. I mean, better than previous episodes. We'll get better. We'll, we'll get better with time. Yep. So uh, thank you so much for listening. If you want to follow us on social media, we go by Interrupted Play on Twitter. We don't have a Facebook because fuck that shit. And we have yeah. a Tumblr, interruptionofplay.tumblr.com. Um, I am Hockey Alchemist on Twitter. And I am High Stick Slash. You can also email us at interruptionofplay at gmail.com. I get emails on my phone, so if anyone ever wants to email me so I can stop getting, like, random spam emails, that would be great. That would be fantastic. Or you can always comment on our SoundCloud episodes. And theoretically, I'm not making any promises, but probably next week, or sometime this week, I'm making no promises, I might upload all of our episodes to iTunes. Not iTunes, I'm lying to you, to YouTube. Oh, YouTube. Yes, we also have a YouTube channel. Yeah, it currently only has videos, like, random little clips from NWHL games that I've gone to. Um, and until the next season starts, there won't be any more videos. But I might put up all our episodes on YouTube, just for people who don't feel like dealing with SoundCloud or iTunes. And eventually, our Tumblr will have pictures of the games we've been to. Yes, I just need to watermark them all. If um, you add the watermark onto the PSD file I have, mm-hmm. um, any future ones I have will have the watermark automatically because I, I don't know what you mean. I'll do we'll it. Talk about that later. I'll do it. Just let me know the what the watermark. Okay. So uh, thank you so much for listening to us. Uh, oh, before I forget because I constantly forget about this because no one's donating to us. Oh, Patreon. We have a Patreon. Like the funny thing is, I I get so we we have an email on my phone. I get Patreon updates on my phone, but it's just Patreon like just. Patreon saying how you should do this and how you should use Patreon. I'm just like, fuck you, Patreon. Um, this is stop. just like a tip jar we have that is currently empty. Correct. No, I, we couldn't get a tip jar. I can't remember. I don't remember. There's like a website called Tip Jar or something like that. I can't remember. But you can like tip people. Reddit uses it for giving people like gold, money. Yeah. Well, no, no, not for gold. For like getting, like, you can link your, like we could link our 
you can let your tip jar to like your PayPal account and people will say tip you 50 cents and they'll go from their PayPal account to our PayPal account. But it's like specifically like a intermediate, anyway, that's unrelated to this. I'll talk about that later. Um, anyway, via Patreon, feel free to donate. It's our pinned tweet, I think, still. I don't think I I unpinned don't it. believe it is, actually. I don't think I ever unpinned it. Um, and I am still, by the way, considering doing the Summer Movie Festival. Um, or not Summer Movie Festival, something Summer Movie Watch, which I guess we could do, um, coming up sometime soon. Um, and also, if you didn't notice, um, which you, people might have noticed, I don't know, um, I am doing a flash, not flashback, not flashback Friday, but I am um, reblogging all our previous episodes in case anyone missed any of our other episodes. In case you just found us and you're like, what the fuck is this shit? Um, feel free to check our Tumblr for like the most recent post will probably be um, about our previous episodes. I think I'm episode three might have just reposted or four i'm not really sure i couldn't tell you off my head i i scheduled them on like a specific day like i have a calendar that tells me when i should schedule these things um oh we have a wordpress which next year next season will be better and put into better use anyway this has been interpreted play episode 18 and we will see you next time Bye. Goodbye.